Hey guys, welcome back to Ballistic Chronicles. This is Gary Lewis. I'm your host. Today we're going to talk about blacktail deer hunting, but specifically we're going to talk about blacktail deer hunting books because this is the time of year when I would normally be out giving seminars and uh, going around to some of the sporting goods stores and doing this kind of thing in person, but there's not a lot of that going on right now. So I'm sitting here with my microphone. I'm getting ready for an antelope hunt that's coming up this at the end of this week. I'm going into the desert with a muzzleloader. But I know that some of you are thinking about going on uh, your blacktail deer hunt this fall. And the best way to get ready for your hunt is to really pour yourself into the culture of blacktail deer hunting. And for me, when I did that, when I just was so frustrated with lack of success as a blacktail deer hunter, I just decided I was going to devour everything I could learn on the subject. So there's a bunch of good books out there right now, and it's easier than ever to learn how to be a blacktail deer hunter. Now, if if you're from the Midwest or the East, you've never hunted blacktails, you've never even been out to Oregon or Washington or California, maybe you're, you're wondering, well, how can it be that much different? Well, hey, it is different. And the person who becomes a good blacktail deer hunter by default becomes a good mule deer hunter and knows just about everything they need to know to get in the field on a white-tailed deer hunt and figure out how to be successful. I'm convinced that the black-tailed deer hunter, the well-rounded black-tailed deer hunter, is as good a hunter as you'll find in America. And to get there, you got to pour yourself into this culture. And so I'm going to talk about some of the books that are available. Now, a lot of these books are out of print, but you can pick them up on uh, the used book market. So Amazon or or other places where you can pick up books for free, just, I mean, not for free, but uh, you can pick up books at a reduced rate. Sometimes they're used and that's okay. The information is still good. It's still there. And so um, I'm kind of going in order, but all of these books are important. And if I miss one, I apologize. But uh, I own all of these books because they were meaningful to me. And they can really help you too. And I'm saying this not just for the person who wants to become a black-tailed deer hunter, but for the person who wants to up their game. Or maybe you haven't hunted black-tailed deer in a few years. And you just got to try to remember what the um, important things are. So... My friend Darren Rowe, he summed it up for me one time and he said, hey, Gary, you know, I think the real way to be successful as a blacktail hunter is to find the deepest, steepest country um, roadless area where a deer can bed, uh, somewhere where it can get to water and feed and get up high and look down into cover. And so that's what I did in 1999 and killed my biggest black tail buck that year. 
and I've taken a lot of blacktail bucks ever since. And I just ignore good habitat that's flat ground. I just, I'll go right by it looking for a place where I can get up high and that might be um, up on a rock pile or on a mountain or looking down into a saddle, looking down into a bedding area. I'm looking down into small openings that I know deer are going to come into and move through, uh, especially feeding areas and bedding areas. So love blacktail deer hunting. You'll love blacktail deer hunting too once you have some success at it. And you'll really change your game and, and change your success when you learn these principles. Okay, so one of the books on the list is by John Higley, and it's called simply Hunting Black-Tailed Deer. And it's a pretty good look at the black-tailed deer from a California hunting perspective. It's an older book. It's been out for a long time. And I talked to John Higley on the phone a few times, and he knew I liked his book. And he knew it had meant something to me. And so anyway, I think it's one of the books you read. Hunting Blacktailed Deer by John Higley. And then next on the list, I want to make sure I mention uh, Blacktail Deer Hunting Adventures. And it's by Wesley Murphy. And he brought the book out. Um it has value. It gives people a look at um, an Oregonian's perspective on um, hunting black-tailed deer from a successful hunter. He updated the book, put a better looking cover on it, and expanded and revised. And so I would look for the expanded and revised edition. And so Wes grew up in the Eugene area and so a lot of his uh, hunting in there is informed from that area. Another book, if you can find it, is My Deer Hunting Tactics for Today's Big Game Hunter. We've sold out of that book, sold all the copies that we printed and that one is available out there on the used book market. You can find that one, Deer Hunting Tactics for Today's Big Game Hunter. And we go pretty deep into blacktail hunting and the um, way to kind of build your foundation as a deer hunter for, as, for hunting western deer. fellow who's passed, not with us anymore, is Boyd Iverson. And his book, Blacktail Trophy Tactics 2, is a must-read and I think if you start in the, the list, the way that I've begin to present it here, you'll read Blacktail Trophy Tactics 2 next. And again, Boyd Iverson wrote the book and then updated it. And so I would say definitely look for the second um, addition with the with the new cover on it because it has 
um, some extra chapters. It provides uh, some new ways that Boyd had of looking at things that he hadn't considered in the first book. And I think that's super valuable. And so it's Blacktail Trophy Tactics 2. And I got to say, when I read this book, I felt empowered. And I read the first book, his Blacktail Trophy Tactics book, and it began to give me a roadmap for success. And then when his second book came out, I read it, which is like rereading the first book with a few extra chapters. But Boyd shows in this book his photos of some of his big bucks, and he took them pretty much all in the same area. And his blacktail hunting informed all the rest of his hunting. He was also a bighorn sheep hunter and a mule deer hunter. And he was a really good hunter. And when he distilled everything he knew as a blacktail hunter, he provided it to us. I mean, he left it for us. It's, it's his legacy. He defines what a trophy deer is um, and really brings it back to us and tells us, you know, it's kind of up to us. And he talks about what it takes to make the book for the Boone and Crockett record book. And then scouting for success, the initial overview, the use of maps and aerial photos. And I know that I've taken a lot of what he said and made it work for me and in my own life and deer hunting career. And, and I know that when I pick up a map, a topo map with pretty good detail, and I look at it next to an aerial photo, I can pick the spot where I can go in and find a trophy buck and kill it. I've done it year after year after year um, since 1999. So we're in uh, 21, 22 years of that now. Um, sound and scent containment and how to spot game. Um, he talks about still hunting and what it means to be a still hunter and how challenging that is. And then he goes into effective tree stand techniques and the use and misuse of sense information about the weather, the rut, rattling, body language, um, guns, bows, and optics. And I'll never forget, and I took his advice too, he liked to use a 7mm Magnum. And I went from using a 243 to a 7 mag for all of my blacktail deer and mule deer hunting and I've never regretted that and the reason why is you want to anchor that buck when you when you get a chance to see a big buck in during blacktail season it might be just one chance and you shoot it with a bullet that's going to anchor it in its tracks and the 7 mag is a good choice for that 30-06s as well. And so that's all covered here in Boyd's book. Um, 
how to trail wounded game. Very important to learn that. And then he goes into um, what he calls the ripple principle, how unnatural sound affects game and how to minimize it. And I love this. I'm probably going to reread it now that I've um, remembered it here in, in his book. And then he's got a chapter called They Only Come Out at Night. Evening Big Buck Survival Tactics. And this is real. When you examine trail cam photos, especially in late October and early November when the deer migrate down out of the high country, you see the big bucks at night in, in a lot of our blacktail units that we hunt. And then um, there's some ideas on how deer use wind direction to their advantage. And I think a lot of people are really kind of Neanderthal in how they use the wind. And I think you can use the wind a lot more than you think you can. And even to drive deer out into the open or make them move along a trail through an opening. How the moon can affect your hunt, I think that's super important. And as a sidebar here, read a book by a guy named Bernie Taylor um, called Biological Time and learn about how the moon affects all the creatures. Okay, then um, Eyes to the Future, Gizmos, Gadgets, and Paraphernalia. That kind of wraps up what this book, Blacktail Trophy Tactics 2 from Boyd Iverson, can offer you. Another book that I think is super important is the Oregon Record Book of Big Game or the Oregon Big Game Record Book. And this is put out by David Morris. He has a companion volume for Washington. And there's a lot you can pick up by reading between the lines in in the latest editions of the record books, where big bucks are killed, the counties that they come from, the units that they come from, look at the time of the season that these big bucks were killed, because that's critical. And then that reminds me, I talked to a taxidermist one year and I talked to a couple of butchers and I asked them the same questions. I said, when do you guys see the biggest bucks of the season? And without fail, they said it's in that last week of the season. They're not seeing near the quality of bucks the first few weeks of the blacktail season as they do the last week. When the rains start, when the leaves are coming off the trees when the weather has cooled down and the does are, are beginning to come into estrus and the big bucks are moving. And that's why a person using a muzzle loader is going to do really well to, to hunt in um, November when big bucks are on the move. And a lot of those muzzle loading seasons happen in uh, in uh, late October and, and November and into December. But November would be my 
prime time to hunt if I, if I get the opportunity. One of the things that happens in this world of outdoor writing is we try to build on the best information out there. So when, when you read Hunting Blacktail Deer by Higley or you, you read Murphy's book, you read Boyd Iverson's first book and maybe you reread like I did this, the book again when he released it in his second edition. And then you take it and you try to add your own spin to it. And that brings us to Cameron Haynes's book called Bow Hunting Trophy Blacktail. Now, I read this book and really liked it because it gave me a new perspective a fresh perspective that augmented what I had taken from Boyd Iverson. And so, of course, Cameron Haynes's approach is from the archery side of things. And he synthesizes what he's learned and you can apply these archery principles to a rifle hunt, to a muzzleloader hunt. But the overall thing you're taking from this is you're learning about the blacktail deer and you're learning how this person approached it. So yeah, I'd say read Cameron Haynes's book, Bow Hunting Tr Trophy Blacktail. I've got a copy of it and I promoted it on my website for a few years and because I believed in it that much. And then another book that came out um, was from, from the same people that brought us the record books for Oregon and Washington, David Morris's group. And it's a condensed look at hunting blacktails in Washington, Oregon, California, and British Columbia. It's called Blacktail Legends of the Pacific Northwest. And I bought this one year when I was blessed with one of those great muzzleloader tags. And I really, I read it cover to cover. I looked at all the pictures and I knew I was going to hold out for a big buck that year. And I got one and it made the Oregon record book and made the muzzleloader record book, the NMLRA. So that was called Blacktail Legends of the Pacific Northwest. Now, a subset of blacktail hunting is hunting the Sitka blacktail. And there's been books written on this subject. And I devoted a chapter in my book to hunting the Sitka blacktail. And a dedicated blacktail hunter has got to hunt the Sitka blacktail. And there's several places that come to mind. Prince of Wales Island, Kodiak Island, and then, of course, British Columbia around... Um, down Sitka, Alaska as well, and then um, different islands in southeast Alaska where you can find the Sitka blacktail. Great, great experiences, and I, I think to be a well-rounded hunter, you've got to hunt the Sitka blacktail. We're not really talking about that in this episode, but I know that there's been books written about the Sitka blacktail by people who are authorities on it, I would say definitely read those books. And maybe we'll cover that in another episode. 
that brings me to the what I consider is the best book on hunting trophy blacktails. It's called Trophy Blacktails, The Science of the Hunt. It's by Scott Haugen. And Scott tr is trained as um, a biologist. He's trained as a scientist. And he was a teacher for many years up in Alaska. And so he took his training, his ability to be a teacher, and his experience of hunting blacktails since he was very young, and he put it in what I think is the best or one of the two best books on hunting blacktails out there. And so he covers the... many faces of black tails, the life cycle, the diet, the uh, record book classifications, trophy judging racks, uh, the mental side of hunting black tails, the physical side of it, sight and sound. Uh, he covers the off season, January to June, which I love this because when you hunt black tails, you think about it all year long. And you just can't wait to get back out there again. And you want to use the most efficient use of your time in the season. And that means you're scouting in the off season and you're making sure that your skills are up to where they need to be for when the season starts. And so, you know, you might be out looking for shed antlers and doing research with maps and aerial photos and Google Earth. Um, driving around and, and looking at places that other people may not have noticed. Maybe you're going to sew up a hunting lease or get some access on private land. Maybe you're working on a food plot. And so that's all covered in this book. And the early season, July to September, behavior and scouting, trail cameras, hunting tactics, spot and stock, the use of tree stands, which a lot of people are missing out when they're not using tree stands, ground blinds, how to call for black-tailed deer. And um, then in chapter four, in this book is only five chapters in this, in this book, but they're long chapters. They're super involved and, the, and they go deep. So the mid-season, October behavior, glandular system and communication. And one of the things Scott tells us in this book is he believes there's a bunch of different subspecies of blacktails. So you might say Scott is being a splitter and he's he's saying, okay, you gotta you gotta pay attention because these blacktails that live on the coast act quite a bit different than these blacktails that live down in the valley, and then these blacktails that live in the Cascades act different than all the other blacktails. And then, of course, there's these blacktails that live on the east side of the Cascades that a lot of people forget about, but they're blacktails too. And they've got their own peculiarities that uh, go along with hunting those deer. So he talks about uh, hunting tactics, party drives, one-man drives, stands and blinds, spot and stock, tracking, rattling and calling, and he goes back into 
behavior and habitats in chapter 5, November through December, behavior and habitats, rattling and calling, scent use and control, decoy use, stands and blinds, weathers, weather conditions, and then does, 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 and pay attention to that because that's pretty important, and then what he calls the megabuck invasion. So really think this is an important book. Don't just read one book. Read all the books and then read Scott's last because it's going to wrap it all up for you and you're going to understand this critter way better than you ever thought you could and it's going to make you super successful on everything you hunt. Hey guys, if you like what we're doing here on Ballistic Chronicles, you can support the show and get in-depth hunting content you won't get anywhere else. Just go to garylewisoutdoors.supercast.tech or click through in the show notes. Our coffees are Frontier Roast and Fishing Central Oregon Reserve Roast. Our coffees are the right choice for great outdoor moments. Get yours today at garylewisoutdoors.com. Our latest book is Bob Nosler, Born Ballistic, the hardcover from Gary Lewis Outdoors. This book tells the story of Bob Nosler with an insight into growing up in the 50s and 60s. Every boy needs a mentor and every boy needs a hero. Heck, even when we're all grown up, we need heroes. And Bob Nosler grew up walking the trails with John Nosler, the founder and inventor of the partition bullet. His father was a self-taught bullet designer and machinist. And Bob took that same focus, turned it on the business and this now is the story of the life and adventures of Bob Nosler. Get Bob Nosler Born Ballistic at GaryLewisOutdoors.com and Nosler.com, Amazon.com.